Well, folks, <laughs> I'm humbled. And uh, the Bible said in John chapter 30 that I must decrease and he must increase. And I'm not going to keep you long tonight, We're going or this morning. I'm, I'm humbled by the testimonies, but I'd, I'd be missing the mark if I didn't tell you that in April of 1977, I was literally, I was 12 years old, I was raised underneath the shadow of a steeple. You hear people say that a lot, literally. The basement of our church was my playground when it was hot in Georgia, amen? Uh, we lived behind the building. Been in church nine months before I was born. Heard some of the greatest preachers on the planet. But as a 12-year-old boy, some man stopped by on a Wednesday night. I don't know who he was. don't remember what he preached. I sat on the back row and cut up. But something he said that night pierced my heart. About 2.30 that Thursday morning, God saved my soul. Amen. And he changed my life. Well, y'all have heard uh, my dad preach. Y'all have heard both of my boys preach. There's no saying, save the best for last. Y'all messed up. <laughs> Y'all done heard the best, amen? Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just humbled to be here. I don't do this very often. Matter of fact, I was sitting there thinking, Brother Billy, I've been pastoring my church for 22 years. This is the first Sunday that I've intentionally went off and preached in 22 years. I just don't do this often, but Lord, Lord gave us liberty to do this when Brother Billy asked us, and I appreciate him, appreciate his friendship. And as he said, we're kindred hearts from a long time ago. We compare, we got the same thing in our right pocket, if y'all know what I mean. And I ain't talking about pocket knife either, amen. Uh, God's blessed us, amen. Unusual text this morning for the time. Matthew chapter number one, and I promise you I'll be as fast as the Lord will allow me to preach this morning. But I understand that the meal's already here, so we ain't got to go to Waffle House, Amen. Matthew chapter number 1, and uh, if you'll look your way down to verse 18, if you're physically able, we'll stand as we read the precious and holy word God in reverence to Him, not me. Amen. <clears throat> Give you just a second to find your place. I know I'm probably two or three weeks late with this sermon, but I couldn't get away from it this morning. Could not get away from it this morning. The Bible says in verse number 18, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother, Mary, was espoused to Joseph. Very important phrasing right there. His mother, Mary, was espoused to Joseph. Don't say Joseph, his father. Somebody help me. Before they came together, she was found with a child of the Holy Ghost. Then her husband, uh, Joseph, her husband being a just man and not willing to make a public example, was, uh, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, and saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, uh, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name, say it with me, Jesus, for he shall save his people 
from their sins. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray your blessings upon the reading of the Scripture this morning. Lord, would you move me out of the way for the next few minutes, dear God, and would you be used in a great and a mighty way this morning. In Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you. You may be seated. There's an old song, and I'm not a singer by any means. Uh, that's something else my boys got that I didn't get. Uh, but it, it, it's, it, it says this. It says, Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. He said, that first verse said, there is a name that I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music to my ear. The sweetest name on earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey, I still, when my, somebody says Sister Vicky, I get excited. That's my wife, 36 years sitting right there. I get excited when I hear her name. Amen. When somebody says Chris, I wonder what he's done now. Amen. <laughs> my, my daughter, my daughter's name is Amanda. She's the, the least known Hewitt of, a, of the crowd, I would say. She's a faithful servant of God. I wanted to name her Dixie Crystal, brother, and call her Sugar. But everybody frowned on that. I don't know why. Amen. Guess what? Her daddy still calls her Sugar. Amen. But I want to talk to you this morning for just a few minutes about names. We pick out names for weird reasons. My name is Dwayne Douglas. Dwayne was a neighbor that was a friend of our family. And that my parents wanted to name me after a friend of the family. My, my daddy's name is Douglas. Y'all met Douglas. They call him Doug. Amen. Or Papa, our granddaddy. I call him, I call him Daddy. But that, that, that's my middle name. And I'm going to give you what my name means. Dwayne means dark fish hook. Douglas means, Douglas means dark black. Now what were my parents thinking when they named me dark black fish hook? Amen. Brother Billy, your name means resolute protector. Sister, your name means messenger. And I thought maybe he ought to protect you while you're preaching. That's what it... No, I, <laughs> but Bible times, Jacob was trickster... Uh, David was the beloved. Abraham was the father of the multitude. Moses means drawn out. We know where that comes from. But I want to talk to you about the, probably the most popular name in the world. Uh, along, the, among the Mexican culture, many folks are named Jesus, which is the Spanish version of the name Jesus. Uh, I have met American people named Jesus, believe it or not. And I don't know if they did it for, for what reason, but the name Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. According to the Critics Concordance, there's 198 names and titles of Jesus Christ given in the Word of God. And every one of them, I want to say this morning, are true. Every one of them are true. The name Jesus means the, the Jehovah of our salvation. Uh, in, in 2021 and 2022, the most popular name uh, given to a little boy was Liam, and the most popular name given to a little girl was Olivia. For two years in a row, uh, they've been the most popular. But I got to thinking about there's a name that nobody wants to hear that's lost, and that's Jesus. I was asked years ago, several years ago, to go and pray at a high school event. And, 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 and I went and I met with the administrator before the event. And he said, preacher, he said, you can pray anything you want to, but you cannot pray in Jesus' name. You cannot pray in Jesus' name. Guess what I did, Brother Billy? 
He, he didn't have nothing to say when I got up there, amen. Hey, I ended it like I always do because the Bible teaches us to pray in his name. Listen, it's a name that's loved among Christians but hated among the world. It's a name that a Christian wants to hear more and more and more and over and over again, but the world never wants to hear it because his name brings conviction. Listen, I believe with all of my heart that the Bible teaches us over in the book of Isaiah, and I was going to turn over there and read that. I could quote it, but I don't want to. I don't don't want to miss it. The Bible says that his name shall be called Wonderful, comma, amen. It's not Wonderful Counselor. His name is Wonderful, comma. His name is Counselor. His name is the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I just want to say this morning, thank God for the name of Jesus. You know what we did this morning is everybody sang and lifted their hands. They praised the name of Jesus. The Bible says that he inhabits the praise of his people. You know what happened when people started spontaneously jumping up and said I just want to tell you about when Jesus saved my soul we was praising his holy name this morning the Bible said in the beginning was the word and the word was God and, 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 and the word was with God and the word was God. You know who that is? That's Jesus. Amen. In the very beginning he was before the foundation of the earth. Brother Joe and he'll be here when the earth is long and gone. Listen, Jesus was born as a Bethlehem, in Bethlehem as a little child. He didn't come as a ruler. He didn't come as an emperor. He didn't come as a king. He come humbled like we are. The Bible said he was made and made himself a no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and, in, and was made in the likeness of men. He said being found in the fashion of man. He, be, he became, uh, humbled himself to, he became obedient to the cross to death, even the death of the cross. No other man, no other person has ever given himself like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did. No other person have ever had so much and sacrificed so much like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did. There's some implications given by his name. You know what happened when Jesus came down to earth? The creator became dependent upon the creation. Mary had to feed him, just like you mothers had to feed your babies. Mary had to change his clothes and clean him, just like you mothers change your, your children's clothes and clean them. He became, the creator became dependent upon the creation. When we're speaking of Jesus, and he's a man disagreeing with me. I preached this one time. He, he come vehemently disagreeing. But I believe when the Word of God speaks of Jesus, he's speaking of God himself. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Brother, I don't understand that. I can't stand I ain't got no brain to comprehend that and explain that. They're all three different, but they're all three the same. Amen. They're all three, uh, they're all three just as powerful as the other. This morning, I'm just going to be real quick and give you a few things that the Lord's laid on my heart. That number one, his name declares his identity, who he is. We already talked about it. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Somebody said, you worship that book. And I say, yes, I do. Why? Because of the verse I just said. This is Jesus Christ. Amen. This is the words of Jesus. Yes, I worship. I had a man jump on me. He came in our new building years ago when we first built it. And behind our baptistry, we got a big cross similar to what you have here. And I had a man look at me and he said, you ought not to have a cross in the church. People be worshiping that cross. I said, what a better place to worship than at the foot of the cross. That's where Jesus was. The name means Jesus 
is Jehovah of our salvation. Word salvation declares his intentions here. The Bible said in verse number 21 that he came to save his people from their sins. Brother, I'm glad he came into his own. His own received his might. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to the ones that believe on his name. Hey, I'm glad he came to the Jews. I'm glad he came to his, the apple of his eye. I'm glad he came to them. But I'm glad when they said, we don't want you, he said, I'm going to go to the Gentiles. Amen. I'm going to go to the Gentile dogs. And we have that access to the throne of God through him today. That word save means to keep safe, to keep sound, to rescue from danger or destruction. I believe people get converted. I like that word. But I like that word saved a whole lot better. <laughs> Amen. Listen, I, if I was drowning in the ocean and somebody throwed me a life, life jacket and pulled me into the boat and said, hey, you're safe and sound, I would say, thank you for converting me. I'm not against that word, do you understand? But I'd say, hey, thank you for saving me and I'll never forget that day as a little boy that Jesus saved my soul. Hey, I didn't say thank you for converting me. I didn't say anything. All I said was, Lord, save my soul and daddy, my daddy was there. Mm. Glory to God. My daddy, my daddy had that King James Bible there beside his bed and y'all, listen, y'all, y'all know my daddy a little bit. Y'all don't know him like I know him. Greatest soul winner I've ever met in my life. Whoo, glory to God. I may just have a running fit. I sat beside my daddy beside coffee tables on sofas all over the state of Georgia as he opened that precious Bible to complete strangers that would let us into his home and he'd tell them about Jesus and we'd leave there with two or three more souls marked on my daddy's mark. Hey, daddy ain't gonna brag about it. Daddy ain't keeping record but thank God glory's keeping record this morning. Where was I at? He didn't come. Listen, I thought about brother can I go on down here? I thought about when Brother Joe, when, when, he, when he went up to that woman at the well, and she say, he told her all that she had done. He said, you go back and tell them what you've done, what I've done for you. She got saved. I, I thought about the, the, the lame man. He said, get up and walk. I thought about the blind man he told him and, and, and he done what the blind man said, said what God, done what God told him to do and he went and what happened? He got his eyesight back. I thought about all the people. Hey, I thought about when he walked into the graveyard. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. He said, Lazarus, come forth. There's a reason he said Lazarus because he just said come forth. Everybody got up, amen. He said, Lazarus, come forth and come out bound in those gray clothes. He said, get him, get him clothes off and get him a Big Mac. He's hungry, amen. Well, that's my version of what happened. You said, preacher, what are you talking about? What about all that Jesus did while he was here on earth? But all of those were just signs of what he was going to do. Well, he died on that cross for our sins. Not to convert us, not to, not to make us a better person, but to save our wretched souls from yeah. hell. Somebody said it well ago, I didn't just get, in, get fire insurance, but I got a whole lot more. Hey, when I got saved, bro, who said that? Raise your hand. Brother, when I got saved, all I wanted was fire insurance. And I promise you, I laid down in my bed that night. I closed my eyes. I saw hell, and guess who was there? It was me. I didn't have no visions, no whoa moment. It was conviction. And I saw myself burning in the devil's hell. 
And I said, Lord, you remember, man, I've taught Sunday school. Twelve-year-old, I taught Sunday school. Man, I'd lead singing. They said my veins would pop out on my neck and I'd sing in that high tenor. I'd lead singing as a 12-year-old boy. I, hey, I was, a, I was known all over as a, as a good little boy. But I was religious but lost. And that day, that night, Jesus came to me and made hell so real that all I could have was heaven. We speak of Jesus, we're referring to God. That name declares His intentions to keep us safe and sound. The Bible said in Mark chapter 10, For even the Son of Man has come not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give His life a ransom for many. Jesus came into this world for one person, one reason and one reason only, and that's to die for sinners. Philippians said he came obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. But we get over and read in Isaiah. I got, I, got, I, got a, I got a rabbi friend, and I can't say his name on live stream, but I got a rabbi friend I've been witnessing to, and, 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 and uh, we, I've been blessed to go into uh, the synagogue with him and, and to uh, see things that he's, he has. And I held, I held scrolls of the Old Testament that were hundreds and hundreds of years old. Held them in my hand. What a blessing. But he's got a big desk that he teaches off of in, 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 in the synagogue. And I said, sir, I said, can you show me Isaiah 53? And he began to turn that scroll this way and turn it this way and turn it this way. And he kept stopping and starting and stopping and starting. He said, we don't have Isaiah 53. I said, show me Isaiah 9. We don't have Isaiah 9. You know why? They don't believe Jesus is the Savior. But I'm glad to announce to you today that He is. He is. Oh, listen, the greatest mission statement ever made was in Isaiah 53. The Bible said in Luke chapter 19 that the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. In spite of all He did while He was here, the only reason He came was to save the world from their sin. Right quickly, that name describes and declares his impoverishment. Jesus is just the human name for our Lord and Savior. But the name Jesus identifies him with the very people that he came to save. You see, in Jesus' day, that was a very common name. A lot of people used that name. But yet, it set him apart. Imagine the King of glory he came not as a king, but as a humble servant. He wasn't born in a palace, but in a manger. Jesus understood poverty. I ain't got time. I got scriptures for all these. If you write them down, Matthew chapter 8, verse 20, Jesus understood about poverty. John chapter 4 talks about his weariness. Matthew chapter 8 talks about his hunger. Matthew chapter 4 talks about his rejection. John 1 and John 19 talks about his loneliness. John chapter 6 and Matthew 26 talks about his temptation. Matthew 4 talks about the rest of the trials and the human conditions that he had to endure. He endured all that that he might identify with us and understand. And he's able, sister, to comfort us during our trials like nobody else can. Like nobody else can. Boy, he's, he was impoverished. But and lastly, folks, that name declares his individuality. There ain't been but one. There ain't been but one. Verse 23 of our text, 
The Bible said, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and thou shalt bring and he shall and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Thousands of babies born into the world that same year, but only one of them would grow up to be the Savior. Right. Only one. Only one. After all these years, Jesus still stands alone. He's the only one who can save the lost. John chapter 14, Jesus said it himself. He said, I, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts chapter 4, he said, neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Mankind, as a result of the sin in the Garden of Eden, has fell into a terrible, terrible pit. The legalist crowd say, you shouldn't have gotten that pit. It would have been better than that. The religious crowd will tell you to get out of that pit and don't get any more pits. A pessimist will say, well, you're just going to die in that pit. I mean, I've had some members like that. Amen. <laughs> Somebody will say amen right there. The optimists say, well, I've seen worse pits than that. The realists will say, you just need to accept your pit. The spiritualists will say, well, there ain't no pit. But thanks be to God. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus came by and he said, I'll get you out of that pit. <laughs> Amen. I'll get you out of that pit. I'll lift you up. I'll put your feet on higher ground. Psalms chapter 40, verse, 30, verse 1. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord and He inclined to me and He heard my cry and He brought me up also out of a horrible pit and out of the miry clay and set my feet upon the rock and established my goings and it put a new song in my mouth even praise unto God. Many shall see it and shall fear and shall trust in the Lord Jesus 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 something about that name there's just something about brother I can't get over it I can't get over it that I can say Chris was can I, give, can I have a minute, Roger? Y'all don't know this. It's 11.15 at my house. No, it ain't. We, I use that over yonder. I can't use it here. Amen. Chris, most of y'all don't know this. Chris was born with some serious, serious health issues. My wife almost died giving birth. The doctor that delivered Chris, he was not a pediatrician, he's an obstetrician and he, he delivered Chris and immediately the nurses rushed Chris out of the delivery room. I didn't get to see him hardly at all. They were trying to save her life and they took him to another room and was trying to save his life. Dr. Boss, Larry Boss, looked at me and he said, he said, son, you need to make arrangements for your boy. He said, if he lives, he won't live six months. Maybe six years at the most. I made sure she was in capable hands. 
I went down the hallway. It's a little rural hospital he was born in. It's not there anymore. And I went down the hallway and I found a broom closet that was unlocked. Filthy, nasty broom closet with sink. I mean, no sink. They just washed the brooms out on the floor, had a drain in the floor. I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on God. I laid down in that floor. I had to call out to God. I said, God, I can't. This is my firstborn. This is my boy. I can't. I can't. You got to heal him. You got to touch him. And begin to cry out. And I, and, and I got to the point. All I was doing was I'd go laying Jesus, saying there, Jesus. That's all I was saying was Jesus, Jesus. All of a sudden, I felt somebody's hand on my shoulder. I looked up as this little black nurse, and she said, "I'm going to pray with you." She started saying, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. That's all we were saying was Jesus. And y'all know the rest of the story. <laughs> God touched him. God healed him. I say praise to God. Amen. Let me say this. When you get down there, you can't say nothing else. Just say Jesus. That night I got saved. I, wouldn't, I didn't have a biblical degree. I didn't know everything about the Word of God. I don't now. <laughs> But I knew all I had to do was call on Him. There's a name I love to hear. That name is Jesus. In Jesus I see and hear His incarnation, His humiliation, His crucifixion. Thank God His resurrection, His glorification, and His salvation. You know what's happened here today? We've lifted up that name. There may be somebody here today and you're, you're looking at me and you're saying, oh, Jesus, how can one word be so important? How can one name be so important? You wouldn't know till you met Him. You can't know till you meet Him. Folks, I love you. Preacher, you come on.